Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. Welcome to the show today. We're continuing our series on the power of your confession. Last week, I shared the importance of confessing what you are in Jesus, and today, I'm going to share the importance of knowing and confessing where you are in Jesus Christ or where you're positioned in Jesus so that you can live a victorious life. If you or someone you know is living with depression, oppression, worry, doubt, unbelief, fear of your future, or just fear in general, it may be because you don't know where you're positioned in Jesus. What if I told you you could be so certain of where you are in Jesus and that your position of power and authority has already qualified you to walk in victory? Would that excite you today? Galatians 2.20 in the Passion Translation says, My old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him, and now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. Isn't that exciting? And the New American Standard Bible Version says, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Oh, isn't that exciting? In these translations, when you read, I have been crucified with Christ, and my old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah, These are statements of your identification as a child of God, which means when God looks at you, he sees you the same way that he sees Jesus. When you were born again, the old you, the real you, which is your spirit man, was born again. But that was not the end of it. When Jesus was raised up from the dead, you were raised up from the dead. When Jesus ascended, you ascended with him. This is why the life that you are living now is empowered by your faith in Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to start seeing yourself the way that God sees you. Whatever Jesus had, whatever he did, you can have it and you can do it also. Plus, where Jesus is seated now is where you are seated. 2 Corinthians 5.14 says, For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. I believe we all understand that Jesus died for us. But have you ever stopped to think that this one act of love by Jesus has affected your position now that you are a born-again child of God? Colossians 3.1 tells us, If you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. You can see in this verse that God is giving you your identification again because you are a child of God. Not only have you been crucified with Christ, you died with him. You rose up with him. 
which means you came back to life, but you have also ascended into heaven with him, like I said earlier. Let's take a couple minutes and look at Ephesians 1, 18 through 23 in the New American Standard Bible, because I believe when you look at this passage, it will help you have a better understanding of what belongs to you and what your position is now that you're a child of God. It says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now, if you'll note in verse 19, it says, and what is the greatness of his power toward us? If you're a child of God, then his power has been committed to you. When God says this about Jesus, he's actually talking about you also. Let's look at verse 21 again. It says, far above all rule and authority. Some versions say principality and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Now, I want to encourage you to think about this verse. I want to encourage you to meditate on what it says, and you'll begin to see the magnitude of the great privilege that we've been given through the selfless act of the love of Jesus when he went to the cross. He died, and then he rose again and ascended into heaven and sat down at the right hand of Father God, which is the place of authority. And if that is not enough to wrap your mind around, let me share this with you. The word principality in verse 21 refers to angelic beings of all ranks, angels, archangels, seraphims, cherubim. It doesn't matter who they are. You are seated above them in Jesus Christ. According to the Greek, the word power in this verse is the word authority. You are above all authority except God himself, which means you are above the authority that Satan has on this earth. You are above all the might, which means strength, of Satan or his demons. And dominion means rulership or control. So if you can get a revelation of a picture of where you're seated and the power and the authority you have as a child of God, you can enforce Satan's defeat in your life every time he tries to bring something your way that will hinder you or try to stop you. And you know what? That's the good news today. I'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsor for this podcast, the ABCs of Who I Am at Lucia Claiborne Ministries. This resource will build your faith and help you confess who and what God says you are from A to Z according to the Word of God so you can walk in victory. Lucia Claiborne Ministries at luciaclaiborne.com is providing resources to build your faith and teach you who you are and what belongs to you according to the Word of God. Paul wrote the book of Ephesians, and he says in verses 20 and 21 that you are seated at God's right hand far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is named. I have to be honest with you. 
I had to meditate this passage of scripture and think about it for quite some time before I received God's perspective on where I'm positioned in Christ because I was never taught this. When I solidified in my heart where I was positioned in Christ, I began to get revelation that many of the negative things in my life were there because I was not walking in my God-given power and exercising the authority that Jesus paid the price for me to have so that I could walk in victory. God began to show me everything with the name that was contrary to the word of God had to bow its knee to the name of Jesus when I told it to bow. And it would obey me when I released my faith and I spoke it out. I began taking authority over things in my personal life. Things like doubt, fear, unbelief, chaos, strife, turmoil. These were just a few things that God helped me overcome. Now, I have not arrived, and I am still working on some of them. I soon realized that when people began coming to me and asking me to pray for them, cancer had to obey me, and it had to die at the root and come off of people when I commanded it to do so. Warts had to obey me and fall off of people's hands when I commanded them to die. People had to get up out of their wheelchairs when I prayed for them. Headaches had to leave. Multiple sclerosis had to come off people when I prayed for them. And when I stood in the middle of the street and I commanded drug dealers to leave our street, they had to go. Isn't that exciting? That's the power that we have as a born-again child of God. Every one of these things have happened in my life or to someone else after I have prayed for them. You know, I don't tell you this to brag on me. I tell you this to brag on our Papa God. It doesn't matter what it is in your life. If you will build your faith to know who you are, to know where you're positioned, and to know what belongs to you as a child of God, miracles, signs, and wonders will follow you because you believe. Knowing these things has allowed me to help many, many people overcome in their lives. As I said before, I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on Father God and Jesus for what they've done in my life, and I would be nothing without them. I want you to get a hold of this so that you can walk in victory. I'd like to tell you that you have to build your faith with the Word of God so that you can walk in victory. You know, many times we want a quick fix for our circumstances and our situations. But God says, no, let's do it together. Let me help you walk this out in your life. Because, you know, He is more concerned about what you become in the process of going through your test and trial rather than just fixing it for you. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I worked with a ministry that was given office space in a private businessman's office, and my office was in the back of that building. So I would come in the back door, and there was a light on there, but I had to walk all the way to the front of the building to turn on the light switches. And about halfway up this hallway, fear would just grip me. When I got to that same place every day, I would sometimes yell, and I would some, and then I'd start running to the front door. Once I turned the lights on, it was okay to walk back through that hallway. When I realized my authority that Jesus had given me, one day I stopped in that very spot where fear would grip me and I said, Fear, I demand you to bow your knee to the name of Jesus and leave this building and stop tormenting me. I take authority over you in the name of Jesus and I bind you and I loose you from your assignment against me according to Matthew 18, 18. And I demand you to go in Jesus' name. I thought, whoa, I just did that. I did that with shaky knees and a trembling voice. 
Wow. I demanded that spirit of fear to go and it obeyed me. Y'all, it left. I exercised my authority with my faith-filled words and that demon obeyed me. As I close today, I want to remind you that you have the same authority and you are in the same position that Jesus is because you are a child of God. Jesus paid the price with his blood for you to be seated with him at the right hand of Father God, which, as I said before, is the place of authority far above all of Satan's power and dominion. They are under your feet. Isn't that exciting? You are far above them. Well, as I tell you each week, God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you with an everlasting love, and he created you to walk in victory every day of your life. And you know what? He has more on his mind for you today. If you would like more information on how you can live a victorious life, I invite you to visit my website, luciaclaiborne.com, and sign up for my daily emails, Faith Builders for Victorious Living, and my monthly email, Victory Thoughts. Or while you're there, you can just sign up for my mailing list. Then, plan to join me again next week as we learn more about living a victorious life.